What's going on, guys? I'm John Hasselbauer, golf writer for the Lions. This is from the Tips WM Phoenix Open Edition. Uh, and in this video, we'll be going through everything you need to know to bet the WM Phoenix Open. It is uh, one of the bigger non-major events of the year and definitely a great opportunity for somebody who does not bet golf every week to jump right in, test the waters and see what golf is all about. We are kind of abandoning the traditional golf clap, quiet, please atmosphere that you may be uh, pigeonhole, pigeonholing golf into if you're not super familiar with what happens every week. Um, and this is sort of the PGA Tour's answer to golf, but louder. Um, it is going to be the most fans packed into a stadium uh, setting in the United States outside of, I think, Talladega. Talladega. Um, there's going to be over 200,000 people in attendance. The crowd is going to be insane. There were topless escapades last year with Joel Damon and Harry Higgs. There were beer cans being thrown onto greens for Sam Ryder's hole in one. This event never disappoints and it concludes in the hours leading up to the Super Bowl. So even if you have Super Bowl plans on Sunday, Super Bowl usually starts around five or six. Uh, you pop this on in the final round. Hopefully you have a sweat after following through uh, some of the the tips that we're, that we're going to walk through embedding this event. And you have a little extra money uh, right before the Super Bowl starts to cast that uh, onto your Super Bowl props. Uh, before we get any further into this video, make sure you are subscribed to the Lions YouTube channel. We're continuing to grow over 30,000 subscribers. And this is the biggest week of the year for the Lions content. They are pumping out content left and right. Uh, I should say we, because this week I'll be contributing to some of the Super Bowl uh, content as well. I may not be an NFL sharp. However, I am notorious in the Gatorade uh, color shower market. Uh, and I will be teasing out uh, my pick for this year. You don't want to miss that. Uh, there will be analysis on basically any prop that you can bet on the Lions YouTube channel for the Super Bowl this year. That includes novelties, that includes you know MVP betting, anything in between, who's going to win. All of that analysis is here from people much smarter than me, the entire staff at, uh, at thelines.com. So make sure you do not miss that. Make sure you are subscribed to this YouTube channel. And in the links below, you can also hop into the Discord where we're chat chatting, not just the golf content that I'm uh, you know here to talk about today, but also... NFL betting, college basketball betting, any other sport that's active right now, we have a staff covering it uh, and an active Discord just community that's talking through our bets in real time. That Discord also includes my real-time outright bets, um, so you can see them as soon as uh, I place them and you don't lose any of that CLV on those bets. So make sure you are subscribed there. And as always, my tournament preview is up on the site that goes up every Sunday, and that is linked in the description below. Uh, before we go any further into the WM Phoenix Open, I want to just look back quickly at the week that was in uh, Pebble Beach. The AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am concluded on Monday of this week. Justin Rose came out victorious. He was not somebody that I was on. I believe 35 to 41 consensus odds. That was sort of sort of an in-between range for me last week. I didn't bet anybody there. No one really jumped out to me. Um, Really at the top of the board in general is a tricky week to pin down, tough weather, three-course rotation, pro-am setup, a lot of variables in there, not a formidable field. Seemed like there were a lot of people who could win it. Props to everybody who did bet Justin Rose in hindsight. 
a good name at pretty long odds compared to those around him uh, with really good course history there and someone who has a, you know, crazy to think he hasn't won in four years. The, the Farmers Insurance Open of January 2019 was the last time we saw Justin Rose win a tournament, but he's been in the mix. He's kind of been circling the drain. Um, and it, you know, it is kind of nice to see him win. I guess he's kind of a corny, corny dude. So I, I don't go out of my way to root for Justin Rose, but a win at Pebble beach, all but locks him up into the Ryder cup European team in Rome, uh, later this year. So good for Justin Rose, um, for my bets is, you know, looking back at last week, didn't hit the winner, but did have a good, uh, prop week. We, we landed on Victor Hovland. And Ben Martin, the diamond in the rough, the long shot at, I believe, plus 750 for a top 20. Happy to cash that one. Hope you guys were on board with that as well. Uh, So moving on from Pebble Beach to the tournament at hand this week, the WM Phoenix Open, formerly known as the Waste Management. Now they have consolidated it to just WM. I think it's always a good branding decision to take waste out of your brand name, no matter what. So WM is the title sponsor for this week. We are in Scottsdale, which is a stone's throw away from Glendale, which will be hosting the Super Bowl here. But in any case, I would imagine that anybody who's down there for the Super Bowl this weekend is making their base in Scottsdale. There's going to be a ton of people there. It is always a party at TPC Scottsdale, and I think they're cranking that up even further. Crowd noise will be amped up. People will be drunk. Beer cans will be thrown. It's going to be awesome. And in the spirit of cranking things up, it is now an elevated event, which means uh, there's a higher purse. There's more money at stake than ever before. It has attracted more first timers or more people like a Rory McIlroy who have not always come to Phoenix. Can't imagine why anybody would want to skip this event. It's so much fun and it's a great golf course. But for any reason, uh, whatever the case may be, Rory McIlroy has only played here once, and he will be here with John Rahm, with Patrick Cantlay, with Scotty Scheffler, with Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Colin Morikawa. All the stars are here. It has the feeling of a major, and uh, that means that we're going to get good odds on good players, a really appealing market for us betters, um, and just a really fun watch compared to you know, the contrast of what we just saw at Pebble Beach where you're you're kind of sweating through Peter Malnati and, and Brandon Wu. Not going to be the case this week. You got a lot of heavy hitters here, and this is an event where we've seen a lot of, of strong history from major contenders, from players contenders, from people with Ryder Cup, President's Cup experience. Anyone who, when the adrenaline kicks up and the fans are there and there's massive crowds and they're following you left and right in mass, and you have to dial it in and hit a big shot. And there's nobody who's going to quiet down for you to let you focus. You just have to hit the ball and 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 be focused and, and channel something within you. Uh, those are the environments that the best players in the world are ready to step up to the challenge. And that's what makes a compelling golf tournament, let alone the fact that the setup at TPC Scottsdale has this climactic finish where you have the you know, risk-reward par five, 15. You've got the stadium set up par three that everybody's familiar with. Where we saw the hole in one from Ryder last year, the beer cans flying, giant crowd noise, people yelling in backswings, all that stuff. Crazy atmosphere, unlike anything else you're going to see in, in golf. 
and then 17 is a drivable par four. You've got water on the left that that sort of took Sahith the Gala out of contention last year. Um, eagle in play, bogey in play, great hole all around. One of my favorite risk reward par fours in golf. And then your final hole, 18, is a tough one. You got to hit the fairway. If you do, you can make birdie. If you're in one of those steeple bunkers, you're really liable to make bogey. So awesome, awesome finish. This event goes to overtime, or sorry, I should say a playoff. Uh, pretty regularly, it went to a playoff last year between Scotty Scheffler and uh, Patrick Cantlay, uh, and almost actually bled into the start of the Super Bowl. It might have actually crossed over by a minute or two. Um, so hopefully this does not um, over intersect with, with the Super Bowl so that you can hit your outright winnings and reinvest that into the Super Bowl. Going further into the course, it is just over 7,200 yards. We are in the desert in Scottsdale at elevation, thin air and firm and fast conditions. All of that is a perfect recipe for the ball to travel farther um, which means that the driving, the average driving distance here is over 300 yards, well over the PGA Tour average, and one of the longest courses uh, on tour in, in terms of average driving distance. So your shorter hitters are going to get a little bit of a bump. Your longer hitters are going to get a little bit of a bump. But you don't, you actually don't want to bomb and gouge this course. You don't want to just purely bomb away here. There's a lot of hazards when you're playing in desert conditions. There's cacti. There's a lot of water in play here. So you want to be in control of your golf ball. I think that's something that's key here, while at the same time being aggressive going at the par fives and two. Um, and hitting more lofted wedge shots into these really firm and fast oversized greens. I think there is still an advantage for people who have distance, but who also have the the wherewithal to dial it back and be in control. These are all skill sets that major champions have. Um, and I think it's no surprise the overlap we've seen over the years of how many people who contend in majors and at high pressure situations have gone on to do well here. You're listening to the lines.com podcast network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sports books all in one place? Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. Check out the Lines.com NFL Megapod as Matt Brown, Stephen Andrus, and Adam Candy break down every game for this weekend's football slate. Join the Coast to Coast podcast crew Mondays through Fridays as Nate Weitzer and Josh Lander bring you the best player props and game lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. And tune in to Beat the Closing Line twice a week as Nicole Russo, Mo Nawara, and Eli Hershkovich dive into NFL opening lines, plus special guests from the sports betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lines Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports better. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the board, you have all the stars. John Rahm lives in Scottsdale, Arizona State University alum. He is your favorite for the course history uh, alone. He's finished between 5th and 15th, I think, every single time he's come here. A crazy stretch, um, and he gets a little bit of an edge on the betting board over Rory McIlroy, who's only been here once, but is coming off a win in the desert uh, overseas on the DP World Tour. Both Rom and Rory are clearly the two best players in the world right now. They're in a class of their own. Um, but Scotty Scheffler is close behind, uh, and he is your defending champion. So it it is almost a top three, and then the rest of the board here. I think it, it definitely is a top two, but you could argue Scotty Scheffler is a defending champion here, kind of fits it. He's world number two. That's the top three players in the world all here. So it's kind of a class of their own uh, in the top three, and then you kind of cycle down the board to 
the rest of your teens and 20s, which has your Patrick Cantlay, Justin Thomas, and your Shoffleys of the world. Um, other things to know about the course, uh, ball striking premium, talked about the importance of driving, uh, but also importance of approach. You have to be aggressive here. You have to shoot at pins. You're going to need to get to about 18 under to win. Um, and looking at the betting trends here, this is an event in which the favorites tend to win basically year in, year out. Um, everyone in the last eight years at this event has posted at 50 to one or less. So when you're putting a betting card together, I think you do want to make sure that you have concentration on a shorter card exposure to a couple elite players, anybody that you're betting, regardless of price, I think you want to make sure that they've proven themselves that they can contend, finish top five in a major and difficult conditions, or just generally have played well in, let's say a Ryder cup or a match play format. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to walk through um, my model. I'm going to sh- pull up um, the, let's see, that should pop up in a second. Here we go. Um, I'm going to pull up my model for this week, show you who I'm betting and why. Um, so again, I use Fantasy National for my modeling. Um, and just to quickly breeze through what I, uh, or I guess how I ranked importance of categories uh, this week, stroke scan approach, always something that's kind of top of my model. But here, I think it's it's an absolute must to be trending with your irons. Uh, stroke, uh, par four scoring is one that's kind of a given. If you score well on par fours, you're a good player. But uh, that's a stat I'm using to kind of approximate uh, recent form leading in. Comp course history, that's going to be made up of desert courses. TPC Summerlin, I think, is one of the best comp courses. TPC Sawgrass, where we have the players. Another really good course, great overlap and winners between the two simulating high-pressure situations. TPC format, a lot of the holes kind of reminiscent of each other. Um, other desert courses, like the Stadium course at the Amex, uh, the Summit Club, which had the CJ Cup. Um, CJ Cup the year before was at uh, Shadow Creek, which I think is also a decent comp. But anyone who plays well in the desert seems to be fairly sticky. Um, and other TBC layouts, uh, TBC Twin Cities is another one. TBC Louisiana, where they have the um, Zurich Classic, another pretty good comp course. But we've seen a lot of uh, stickiness with comp course success. People who play well in the desert tend to continue to do so at the WM Phoenix Open. Um, strokes getting off the tee, not, not a stat I always place a lot of importance on, but here there is a lot of lateral hazards you have to worry about. So I want to make sure that you're not only, um, accurate, but accurate with your driver, um, not erratic and can, and can keep that in control. Scrambling. It's not a very difficult setup, uh, to get up and down from. We do see a lot of chip-ins here, but scrambling is something that is important, uh, in major championships and kind of separates the the good from the great. And we want to find great players here. Uh, ball striking is just kind of doubling down on approach and off the tee. Birdies are better as a way to kind of identify the aggressive players who are going for pins. Putting is not a stat that I think is especially important here. When you look at the list of past winners, uh, Hideki Matsuyama, Kevin Stadler, Kyle Stanley. These are some of the worst putters on tour and they find a way to get it done here. Regardless, the greens are not complicated. They're very f- smooth, firm and fast. Um, basically there's not much trick to them. So if, if you're lining it up well and you're putting a good stroke on it, a lot of putts tend to fall here. Um, course history. That's an important one here. This is one of the most predictive courses in terms of repeatable success, uh, for those who have, found success before, but 
there's also a, a sort of dichotomy of this where uh, people who are debutants have not really been limited from finding success either. Uh, you look at last year, Patrick Cantley made it all the way to the playoff in his first appearance here. Um, Seth Gala as well was leading that for most of the tournament as a debutant. Matt Fitzpatrick finished top 10 as well. So if you don't have experience here, I'm actually not going to knock you for it. As long as you have experience in general in pressure pack moments in majors, and we've seen you step up to the plate, I'm totally fine to dismiss course history. Um, but if you have struggled to figure out this course, uh, this might not be the course. This may not be the event for you to eventually figure it out at because it's its own unique beast. It's its own atmosphere. The pressure, the crowd noise here, much different than uh, what you expect on week to week on the PGA Tour. Good drives gained, another off the tee stat. Uh, these are all a little bit more tertiary, but uh, par five scoring, all three par fives are from 550 to 600. And uh, I just love continuing to go back to 2023 season four, and this is all strokes gained. Um, since the Fortinet Championship in 2023, uh, stat I like to use early in the season when we don't really know um, the rookie class so much. Somebody like a Brandon Wu, for example, finished top three last week. I still don't really know what his game is, but if he continues to place well, I don't want to miss that because I don't know who the player is. So this stat just kind of helps identify, okay, um, you know, even as, as an example, we can go down here and, and filter for it. And Taylor Montgomery, for example, he's somebody who's about 60 to one this week. Uh, and he's third in terms of uh, strokes gain total in 2023. So for immediate form, this might be a way to identify some value players. Uh, and Andrew Putnam, top 10 in, in 2023 season form. He's a player I love this week in DFS, not necessarily in betting. Uh, but you can see filtering it this way just kind of identifies these sort of less household names who are still kind of trending better. Um, so that's the model. I'm now going to filter this by the players that I bet. It is Tuesday, so my betting card is complete. Um, and this is a week that I wanted to make a tight card. Um, one of the benefits of me living in New Jersey is I get to shop around for the best number. Uh, I cannot believe some of the numbers that were available um, this week. Uh, Patrick Cantlay is, is a player who I was had interest in at 18 to 1. I bet him at 21 to 1. And he, for some reason, drifted all the way to 25, which I know is not a number uh, that everybody's going to have access to. But at 21 or longer, love the play. Patrick Cantlay is uh, someone who showed he did not need to come here with any form um, that did not prevent him from uh, you know, finding the playoff. He has great history in, uh, in desert conditions. He was you know, right in it against Tom Kim at the Shriners Open. Uh, going into the final hole. He always plays well at the Shriners. Um, and yeah, just something about desert conditions seems to suit him. Um, Colin Morikawa is 25 to one. He was at one point the second man on my card. Now he's kind of co-shortest uh, with uh, Patrick Cantlay. But Morikawa, another guy who lives in Las Vegas, loves desert conditions, almost won the CJ Cup at the Summit Club. Uh, his last win was in Dubai at the DP World Tour. Uh, championship. So he, he definitely is comfortable in desert conditions. He has played this event once before um, and led the field in 2021 from tee to green. Uh, the putter obviously slowed him down, but um, has had some very well publicized uh, adjustments to his coaching team. 
uh, his form, his technique, it's all revamped, and he has gained strokes putting in each of his first two events to start 2023, finishing top three in both of them. Um, so, you know, with Colin Morikawa, the ball striking is always going to be there. You know, with um, the waste management, ball striking is of premium importance, and the lesser putters have found a way to get it done. Um, anytime you're betting on Colin Morikawa, you hope that the putter cooperates, and all signs seem to be pointing towards uh, an, an improved putter in 2023. Tom Kim, um, a trendy bet, always going to be popular. Actually, somebody who I love for TBC Sawgrass. I think if there's one course um, that suits him best, it's Sawgrass. That's a great comp. Um, twos, TBC Scottsdale, both TBC courses, similar hole layouts. Um, that one puts more of an emphasis on positioning, which is kind of his greatest skill set. Um, no coincidence either that those are two courses that Ricky Fowler has picked up wins and Ricky Fowler's, um, caddy is now on Tom Kim's bag. I think that's, that can't be understated when you have a rookie on tour, seeing these courses for the first time to have an experienced caddy who can kind of walk you through, um, how to, how to play each course where not to miss. That's a, that's an excellent combination for the two. And I think that could be a deciding factor in, in Tom Kim picking up even more wins um, early into this season. And obviously he won on TPC Summerlin, uh, another great comp course in the desert. So we know he's, he's kind of acclimated to desert conditions. Um, could have stopped my card right there. I think, you know, this week I had a hard time deciding between uh, Tom Kim and Tony Finau by picking Tom Kim at 10 points higher. That just freed up a little bit uh, a space on, on my card to afford a couple long shots. I kind of fundamentally think that this is not a long shot week. However, uh, with so much competition in the sportsbook marketplace this week, uh, with the Super Bowl in town, I think books want um, want one action this week. So, uh, with competitive odds, means really long numbers and, and appealing um, odds on players that really should not be this long. Um, Tommy Fleetwood, 90 to one. That's too long of a number. I think consensus on him is probably about 60 to one, uh, player who has good Ryder cup history, good major history, um, has been kind of struggling to win his first PGA tour event, but in fairness to Tommy, he doesn't play that many PGA tour events. He's here for the first time because it's an elevated event. There's a higher purse. Um, and he's a great, uh, approach player who, um, is, really specializing from inside 200 yards. And that's exactly what you want to see at waste management where there's just not that many uh, 200 plus yard approach shots on the course. Um, and then Corey Connors, the last one, another pure ball striker. You, every time you bet Corey Connors, you kind of just hope the putter cooperates. He's played this event three times and two of those three times he has been positive with the putter. Um, you never have to worry about him finding hazards off the tee or hazards on approach. He's, he's as reliable as they come, uh, from a ball striking standpoint. I think as you kind of look at his ranks there, he's eighth in approach. He's 14th off the tee. He's fifth overall in ball striking. So that's a premium skill set. Like to see that, that he's, you know, solid in those areas. I believe he has four consecutive top 25 finishes coming into this week. Uh, and surprisingly more recent of a winner than Justin Rose. Um, I, I think that's the most surprising thing I came across. Uh, his last win was, was uh, April 2019 at the Valero Texas Open. Rose's was, was January 2019. So maybe this is a renaissance year for the four-year drought uh, players if Justin Rose has opened the floodgates. Corey Connors is somebody who got a little President's Cup experience this week. 
um, and also uh, has contended in majors. Very good at at Augusta for whatever that's worth. So uh, maybe he is unfazed by the pressure of these big moments. Uh, but that's it. I'm, I'm betting five players this week. I would say you're fine to bet three players, four players this week if you want just concentration to some of the top uh, top four, top five players on the board this week. Um, you got to hope that John Rahm and, and Roy McIlroy don't bring it because they are the two best players in the world and they can certainly bring their A game and, and can dominate this event. But we'll see. I, I think I, I feel good about this group. I feel great about Colin Morikawa, especially. I think it's a perfect setup for him. He's trending. He's got to get his, his first win on the PGA Tour since the Open Championship. It's got to be coming soon. Um, so hopefully that's for this week. And thank you guys again for for following along in this video. I wish you guys the best of luck in your WM Phoenix open bets and also on your Super Bowl prop bets.